You are listening to another episode of the Third and East Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Third and East Podcast. Sloan, it's come down to this and everything. A few conference championship games left on the schedule and everything, but we will know who's going to be in and who is going to be out come Sunday with the College Football Selection Show. There's going to be a lot of upset people over the next few weeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, he, if people weren't triggered by such meaningless stuff and everything, they always will be here. So it's it's going to be a really big week. It's obviously a huge weekend and everything. Uh, right now, obviously, the Pac-12 uh, championship game is going on as we're doing this pod, uh, as we're doing this show and everything, as well as, I believe, uh, there's another uh, – is it the Mountain West, or I forget what it is, uh, or Conference USA is going on right now as well. Um, so we got to uh, Sloan talk about last week and everything. It was Thanksgiving weekend, one of the best football weekends of the entire year, and it didn't it did disappoint. Um, and obviously, for starters, we had to talk about the game. The big game was Ohio State and Michigan. Um, a game, in my opinion, Sloan, Michigan did control the majority of the game. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, Michigan's defense output, I say out, Michigan outplayed Ohio State. But they I mean, did. Ohio State, in the, Ohio State, however, answered every time Michigan hit them. I mean, it was a very close game. McCord played really well in the second half. His first half really cost him and everything. And at the end of the day, um, Michigan controlled the clock. They ran the ball and everything. J- you know, people say that J.J. McCarthy's a prime, uh, you know, he's going to be a high draft pick and everything. I just don't see it or anything. But Blake uh, Blake and the Michigan Wolverines advance. Their thoughts on that game? Uh, M- Michigan did exactly what I thought they would do on offense. It wasn't a uh, wasn't a thrashing like what it was last year and if I'm remembering correctly the year before but um, they did pretty much what I thought they would do now one thing that I do want to give Ohio State credit for that they didn't do very well last year and that is third down efficiency they were four for nine which isn't great but in a game like that like, you know what, if you pick up half or close to it, you put yourself in a situation to win. The um, You know, played a pretty clean game last year. They got penalized a lot. They only had one. The two interceptions hurt. Oh, that, th- that, that's, what, that's what really did McCord in, and that's why people and- are calling him the worst quarterback Ohio State's had in a while. I don't think that's accurate. I think he's – I think there's a lot of talent around him, but they've played um, – they played some solid teams, and he doesn't have quite the receiving core that people want to try and pretend that he does. And the yeah, run game I, isn't really there, like it's been for other no. Ohio State quarterbacks either. Correct. So I want, so I'll cut him some slack. I'm with you on JJ McCarthy. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I think he played an efficient game, and I think he played a safe game. But you look at it; he was 16 of 20. That's Pretty accurate, pretty efficient. He had 148 passing yards. He threw one touchdown. He leaned on a pretty right. solid run game, which is and honestly what he's done all year. Yeah, and that's and that's Michigan's game. Yeah, yeah. They 
it's it's very fun. It's very fun. They manage the clock well. They um they usually dominate time of possession. They did here. They had thirty three as opposed to Ohio State's twenty six. The one the one uh, I thought the one call against uh, that was the mission touchdown that I looked like that was an interception or anything. I thought that was a that was a pretty t- uh, tacky call or anything. But then uh, Ohio State got robbed of a call in the fourth quarter. So I mean, it all everything all bounces out with the, in terms of that. And I think the, the other bits that we talked about turnovers, Michigan was free for free on fourth down. I mean, their defense has to make a play, and oh, you know, Michigan with that run game, if they get it to fourth and short, they're going, you know, they're doing do what the Eagles are doing, and just to, just complete that. You can by that offensive line. Now they did lose that offensive lineman. Um, it looks like that it's a pretty serious injury. He's going to be probably out. Now and everything, so I mean that's a big loss for Michigan right there. Um, you know, going into this Big Ten championship game against Iowa, uh, but you never know what can happen. Yeah, on those third and shorts and fourth and shorts, there was a couple of plays they did. It's either if it's like third and three or fourth and three, you're giving it to Blake Corum because he's probably the best short yardage back in college football, and I think he's really fun to watch. He's my favorite player on that team. Or they'll go to McCarthy. And he'll do some kind of dive. And I don't mean like a basketball dive. I mean a real, real football dive. He's 6'3". I mean, he's not a short guy. But, yeah, they, they did that every single time. He has four, Yeah, he had four carries for 17 yards. And I think all of those came on fourth and third down. So he did just enough in that game plan. And I feel like he might have wanted to do more. You know, you never know with these athletes behind the scenes. That just wasn't their game this time around. I've seen plenty of Michigan State quarterback, or I'm sorry, I've seen plenty of Michigan quarterbacks go up against Ohio State and have terrible games, terrible games, and throw it away because the Ohio State defense just made them make mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes against them. So, I mean, it's not a pretty game, but it was efficient, and that's what Michigan wanted. Yep. Now Ryan Day has lost three straight to Michigan and everything. That's going to put it, you know. You know, He's not a good done, coach. Ryan Day is a done, garbage coach. <laughs> they've done they've done well on a national they've done well on a national level, but when it comes to their one rival, they, that he he has to start winning again and everything. Um, a couple other big games uh which that happened last week in or in the battle of uh in the battle of Oregon's uh the Ducks game they just obliterated uh Oregon State in that game and everything to put them into. Had twelve uh, championship games tonight and everything, and then you also have, um, uh, and then uh, in the Apple Cup, which was a really solid day. Washington barely survived Washington State. That was a really really tight game and everything. Um, and then you had Florida State uh, came out really really struggling against Florida, but they came. Uh, I think they were down twelve nothing or fifteen nothing, and then they win twenty four fifteen. And then can we real and then. Was there any games that stood out to you, Song? My biggest and most favorite was definitely going to be Michigan. That was the one that I, you know, you and I had really talked about and looked forward to. I watched a little bit of the games. I saw, I saw the James Madison Liberty game a little bit. That was pretty cool. I and I'm going to sound like a homer here. I did not think that the streak that Texas Tech has been on. And with how sloppy the Longhorns have looked, I did not think that they were going to blow Tech out by 50. I did not think that was going to happen. I didn't think that was going to happen either. 
and we have to talk about that. How did Auburn lose that football game? How? Because it's Auburn. Oh, bat the ball down. Bat the ball down. That's all you have to do on a fourth and, what is it, 27? Mm-hmm. You have the game won. And then not only that, that's funny, they throw, they throw uh, an interception right away, and that's they thought it was going to be a pit six. I mean, it was just – it's just unbelievable how Daddy Alabama just controls Auburn. You know, they just own Auburn, and re, you know, for t- ten plus years now, it's not. It, it's not even close. Yeah, I think uh, since what was it, twenty thirteen? Auburn was 20, yeah, 20, like two and eight. Yeah, they're they're two and eight. They had now they had the one the kick six, which was cool, and they had that weird one. I think it was like three or four years ago. Yes, but sure. Auburn, but that was when Auburn was getting hot because they also beat Georgia that year. They were the they were the only ten and two team that had an argument for the college football playoff of all. They were the only one that's ever had that argument, and then they've just kind of fallen off ever since then. Yep. So now, so we have to talk. Obviously, this is conference championship weekend, which means at the end of all of this, as we discussed at the top of the out at the top of the show here. That the college football playoff rankings are now going to come into play. This is going to be the last weekend the rankings are out before they actually matter because the final rankings will come out this Sunday, uh, I believe at noon Eastern time here and everything. So we take a look at this here. Let's go through the top 10 and then we'll discuss. Number 10 right now is Penn State, nine is Missouri. Michigan, Alabama does not move, they're, at, they're stuck at eight. Texas is at seven. Ohio State, with that loss, drops to six. Oregon uh, moves up one spot uh, to uh, number five. Florida State uh, moves up a spot to number four. Washington moves up a spot to number three. Michigan moves up to a spot to number two. And Georgia stays put at undefeated uh, at number one. Your thoughts? I think it's kind of... Just looking at it, Penn State belongs at number ten. I haven't been sold on Mizzou all year. No, I haven't. I'm either. I'm sorry, but I'm just they're just not the team for me. I think the fact that Ohio State they do this, and I'm going to sound like a broken record because I said the same conversation last year. They give Ohio State just enough. It's like okay, we'll drop them down to six. Because if Wash if Oregon loses, which I think they will, Oregon or Washington, Oregon or Washington, yeah, or because if Washington loses, they fall out of the top six. They they fall to like eight or nine. I guarantee you they would. If Oregon loses, they're out. They have no chance of getting in. And Florida State with their backup quarterback, whenever they lose tomorrow, because I think Louisville is favoring. I think Louisville is going to win that. If Florida State loses, they're out. I think Texas wins. I think but, with Florida well, State losing, I think Ohio State's still going to move in here, and I think that's the stupidest thing. Well, I, I think, think that's the stupid. You're now implying that the Big Ten is the best conference in college football, and it's not. To send but, two teams to the college football playoff. But as free, but as free top ten, but as free top ten, it's as free top ten teams right now. That's all. That's, I mean, I hate Ohio State with a burning passion. I think they're appropriate. I think I, I, I think they're appropriately place where they are right now. I think they I think Texas, because look at their loss, you had to put them over Texas. 
Texas has a worse loss than Ohio State. Yeah, a, a silly loss against no Thanks. against number twelve Oklahoma. Granted, yes, Alabama. You also have to put oh you you have to put them over Alabama. Alabama lost to Texas, and Texas is ahead of Alabama. To me, Ohio State is put appropriately, and it was a close game. If it was a Michigan blowout of Ohio State, it's a different story. It was a close game right down to the very, very wire. It was a Michigan blowout last year, and they I think they only fell to number five. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. I know. But like they, never they never fall that far. But I never had two really big upsets the last weekend of the year uh, on Thanksgiving weekend with uh, Tennessee and uh, Clemson last year. We didn't really get that this year. Right. I mean, right, right now, the top, you know, right now in the power five, in the power five schools, there's four undefeated teams, and are and guess what? They are your top four. Yeah. I don't think Florida State's a top four team, in my opinion. I think the ACC has been super weak this year, but you can't have them be at twelve and zero, and you can't not have them in the top ten. But top four, I think, is a little insane. I don't think they're going to win the conference, and I don't think Louisville will be able to move up from 14 into the top four just by being the number four team. I think they would move to like eight or nine. So, really, I mean, before, so let's let's just go into some not you know we'll go we'll do predictions when we do our game predictions here and everything. I think Georgia's safe if they lose to Alabama. I um I I think I think they're the only team that's safe. Yeah. No. Yeah. They won't it's be all, twelve and all, zero. It's all about a matter of positioning. You know, conference championships don't matter as much anymore. Yeah, they should, especially in the Power they Five. Should. Michigan, Michigan can go to number. Michigan can go to number one. If Georgia loses, I think they'll stay at two. If I mean, if they lose to Iowa, put them out of the top four immediately. And you know, the NCAA will try to get Michigan out as possible. I don't. I mean, I that'll be the upset of the century if Iowa beats Michigan this weekend. Right. Washington and Oregon is a true elimination game, and that's what that's great. I think if Washington does lose, they're gonna have a tough time to. I, I think Ohio State gets in ahead, ahead of them. Sorry, despite Washington's impressive, uh, you know, win, you know, they they have very good quality wins this year. Right. But right. to me, it's their out of conference isn't very good, and that's what, and that's what's going to hurt them at the end. For 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 to say if they win, they're in. If they lose, they're gonna, they're going to be out. So if there's one team that gets in from a loss, which will probably happen, it's going to be it's going to be, you know. But the way the things play out right now, it's going to be the Pac-12 winner, Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State. Now, if Florida State loses, Ohio State gets it, probably. Very, very likely. What if Texas just blows OK State out of the water by 30? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Then, you, there's, an, then there's real uh, – there's, there's a true debate. Yeah, I, don't be, know, be, I don't know what will happen there. Well, in um, these in these college playoffs, they always that's why a lot of these guys you know, we see more and more blowouts, especially like leaving guys in uh, well into you know high scoring game. 
because the committee takes that into consideration. Like like Michigan last year, whenever they beat Ohio State by 30 or whatever the score was, they knew it was like, okay, this this is the team. They beat the supposed number two team like a drum. It was like they, the one year. It wasn't the year where the college football playoffs start. I mean, actually, it might have been the year that college football playoffs started. And it was Ohio State. Um, they played Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship yeah. game. And they just they ran up the score on them because they knew they had to impress. Right. And there was one year they didn't even win the conference and they got in. What year was that? Yeah, no, like they didn't even play in a conference championship game. Wasn't that twenty twenty or something weird? I don't think it was twenty. They they, they only played like five games too. Twenty twenty was such a BS year for them because they played six games and they played Clemson, who played a full thirteen game ACC schedule. Yeah, and it's like, and then they beat Clemson. It's like this isn't fair. In, in my opinion, it's like you play these guys who have been in, and Clemson had a rough schedule that year. So, 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 and, and, and here's a, and and here's your final argument here because we're not considering the elephant in the room. Does Alabama get into the playoff if they beat Georgia? I think they have. I think yet I would I would put them ahead of Ohio State then. It will. So a few things would have to happen. So Texas has to lose. Texas, yeah, because you have to put. You probably have to yeah. put Texas in. Right. So so Texas would have to lose. Oregon would have to lose, which I think they're going to. Florida State would have to lose. So a few teams have to lose in order for them to bump up. In order for them to you know go ahead of that. So if they beat Georgia, I think Georgia would stay at three or four. Maybe honestly, they might stay at two or three. Michigan, the only one who's a lock for me, regardless of what happens over these next few days or these like the games tomorrow, is Georgia. Because you're coming off of a 30 game win streak and to drop the uh to drop the last game of the season in a tough, you know, in a tough environment and against a tough conference opponent and a, a conference opponent who's a, improved all year and who's just dominated a big chunk enough of their games. Not all their games like they usually do, but they've dominated enough. And I think they could squeak in that way. But it would take Oregon losing, it would take Texas losing, and it would take Florida State losing. And I don't think Texas is going to lose. I think Oregon and Florida State will. Washington, to me, is close to a lock, but if they lose, they'll try to pull something with Ohio State getting in. Yeah. So here we go, Son. So let's do... We only have so many games to predict this year and everything, so we we'll, we can break it down as much as we possibly can. We do have two games to only nine, uh, but I will give my picks of what I originally predicted here and everything. We'll start with Conference uh, USA. That game's in the fourth quarter right now. Really, nice, really fun contest uh, to watch. I'm actually I'm going to turn that game on at, uh, right now. Uh, New Mexico State and Liberty High School and Affair. I originally uh, predicted the Flames of Liberty to go undefeated. I think I picked New Mexico for this one. I mean, and that and that game as of right now is thirty is forty two thirty five with nine minutes to go. So it's a very very solid game uh, that we have for the conference USA title game here. Oh yeah, my um, my grandpa is a New Mexico A and M Aggie alum. He's the only one I know. I think it, this this has made him. 
pretty happy. So I'm I'm rooting for them. And they come out of nowhere this year. They're, they're yeah, they, they sucks. Yeah, they're usually the doormat. And I, everyone thought they were going to be the doormat of this conference, and they thought they were going to be really bad when they lost to UMass in week one. So, that, so then we so then so we also have um, the Pac-12 championship game going on right now. Uh, and that game is at halftime with Washington leading twenty to ten. Those two teams played a very, very as tight of a game that you could have possibly played in a regular season. With Washington surviving on a bonehead fourth down call, that game was in Washington. Oregon, Oregon today was a nine and a half point favorite. Well, they're down ten at the half. Mm. I originally predicted Washington. I think I think when I look at their overall body of work, I think they're, they have. They have solid wins against everybody that they played, including including the major powerhouses in the Pac-12. To, yeah. to, me, to, to, to me, to me, they're the more to me in the top in the top four outside of Ohio. They have to be number three because they have had a great overall body of work. I think Ben Jr. is solidifying his Heisman taste tonight and everything. And I think and I think their defense is I think their defense is. One of the best kept secrets in the country. They're great. I think Washington. I have Washington winning that game, and I know Oregon. Kind of, we can we can say we won. Oregon gave them the game last time on just some bad play calling. But I've seen Washington step up in big games. I've seen Oregon, for the most part, play pretty well outside of that Washington game, but. I don't know. I think this is Washington's. I'm not saying they're going to win the Natty, but I think this is their year to get back into that prominence of being in the top four like they were in 2017. Mm-hmm. So now we go to tomorrow's games. The Saturday, the best Saturday of the year in college football, in my opinion, outside of Thanksgiving. We have at 12 o'clock, we have the only game at noon tomorrow, who is going to be the Oklahoma State. That's a weed. So we have two twelve o'clock. We have two twelve o'clock games. We're going to start with the Big Twelve Championship. Oklahoma State Cowboys go into te- go to Texas and they play the Longhorns and everything. Did you see that there was a dead Longhorn in Oklahoma and someone took a picture of it? There's going to be bad blood in this game. So yeah, this is also a felony. You are also a Texas Homer. What do you? What's your honest take on this game? Well, Oklahoma State. It, it didn't happen in Texas, but in the state of Texas, defaming beef is a felony. It's a huge deal. So, Oklahoma State's going down. Uh, I think they're Oklahoma State is like the John Daly of college football teams. There's those days where they show up and they beat teams that maybe they shouldn't have. They clearly play really hard for Mike Gundy. Which, you know, a few, well, I say, I was going to say a few weeks ago, a few months ago, whenever they lost to South Alabama, people wrote them off pretty quick. And I did too. And I was going to say, man, what is happening down in OS? What is happening down in Cowpoke Town? But they've really bounced back. I think they can be dangerous. And I think if they play mistake free football, they control the clock. They win on third down. I think they could beat Texas. I think this is one of those games where they could beat Texas pretty handedly. 
and that would be the most Texas Longhorn thing to happen this year. But playing this matchup eight, if they played them ten times, I think Texas would beat them eight times. And I think one of those eight times is going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, in my opinion, in my opinion, with this team, I think in this team, I think this is going to be a close game for three quarters. Yeah. Always take the underdog in the Big 12 title games, betting-wise. It's always a close game, especially over the last few years and everything. Oklahoma State is a pretty team. I worry about UT's passing uh, defense. It's suspect. It is a very suspect. They're suspect. Their defensive line and run defense is awesome, but their secondary, they, they just don't have a lot of guys. And they've been burned a few times. Oats, Oats, Oats State also, you know, they controlled the clock pretty decently. They have a, they have um, the 90th ring rushing attack, so I don't expect them to rush. It's going to be the quarterback play in this matchup and everything. I do like Texas to win this game. I think this game, I, I would stay away from the spread, though. 15 right now is a lot of points uh, to be going at a, a uh, you know, at a neutral site game in a title game. And I think, I think Oklahoma State can, um, I'm not going to say they're going to pull off the upset, but it would be such a long-form thing um, for them to do. And Texas won't be back if they lose this football game. No, they won't. I think um, – I want to say Alan Bowman is starting for OK State. Yeah, I think so too. And he is the John Daly of college football quarterbacks because you really – you just – you don't know what you're going to get with him. You really don't, and I don't know if if I'm an OK State fan, it's like I don't know if I really trust this guy. Good God, have you seen us? He's played. This is his sixth year in college football. Jeez, his sixth year. Now he hasn't played a whole lot in 2022 and 2021. But man, this this is a grown man. This guy has a tax return. This guy has a credit score. We have seven, We have a couple more games to go to here. The MAC championship game uh, is going to be held at traditional Ford Field here and everything. It's going to be Miami of Ohio against Toledo. Um, Toledo is a seven-point favorite here. Their offense is top 15 in the country. They have a really strong running attack. Uh, they average over 211 yards uh, on the ground um, against a defense that's a little suspect for Miami or Ohio. Both of these teams defense that aren't very good or anything. I like to leave a point in the same. I think I'm still going to roll with uh, Miami of Ohio. They've had a very interesting year. They're, again, like New Mexico A&M, they're one of those teams that kind of came out of nowhere that people had written off for just, you know, a culture of failure and a history of being failures. So I think this has been, I think this has been a pretty fun year for them, but and I think they're going to win this. The Mountain West Championship uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. This game is going to be uh, played uh, at the same stadium as the Pac-12 is going on right now at Allegiant Stadium. The Boise Boise State um, is seven and five. They're actually favored two and a half over UNLV, who's had a really surprising season uh, this this year and everything. Um, continue to. Uh, UNLV's offense has been really great um, the entire year in the Mountain West and everything. I am, I'm going to go with the under the home. It's a always bet a home dog, so I'm going with UNLV. I think I'm going to go with UNLV too. The only game of theirs I've watched this year is when they played Vanderbilt, and 
historically speaking, that's two bad teams, but Vanderbilt's a bad SEC team. UNLV's been a bad Mountain West team. And the fact that Mountain West beat them by two scores was kind of a wake-up call for me. It was like, there's something brewing there, and I think they finished the season off strong, and I think they blow Boise State out of the water. I don't think Boise State's very good this year. No, they are not. Georgia and Alabama and the SEC championship game that that game is traditionally played. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's going to be on CBS here. Georgia is a five-point favorite in this game. I like that. I don't trust the offense of Alabama. I think their Super Bowl was last uh, was last week coming off an emotional game in the Iron Bowl to upset uh, Auburn and everything. I think Georgia wins this. I know Georgia's offense has been. Eh, recently and everything, I think they get it done tonight, uh, tomorrow. They just have too much fire. They just have too much firepower going on all cylinders. Yeah, I, th- I think Alabama becomes a two-loss team, and they, for the first time in, whatever. Or no, they weren't in it last year either, were they? Mm-mm, nope. Yeah, so for this, the first time that it's ever been two years in a row, they will not be in the college football playoff. SMU and Tulane in the American, uh, Amer- the American here and everything. So um, Tulane is a three-point favorite. The Mustangs have a pretty good offense. Uh, their quarterback may or may not play tomorrow and everything. Tulane absolutely blew them out uh, last year uh, when they played them, 59-24. Does SMU get revenge? I don't think so. Um I think Tulane is. I think Tulane's a pretty, a pretty well coached team. I really like Willie Fritz and what he's done there. He's interviewed for the UH job. I don't think he's going to leave, but I think he's the better coach here. And SMU is just the rich kid version of UH, so I don't like them. Yep, I know you're so known for SMU and everything. Uh, SMU statistically is a better team. There are only two losses that were against. Uh, Oklahoma and TCU, so that's a pretty strong um, field. And I think they killed everybody else uh, out of that. And then, but this Tulane team, there's something special brewing down there and everything. Uh, I think they are going to get the job uh, done tomorrow. So give me Tulane at, uh, at home tomorrow, tomorrow uh, here. Give me the points as well. It's just three points. I mean, it'll be an entertaining game, though. However, Sun Belt is App State and Troy. Uh, Troy is a five-point favorite, 10-2 Troy, 8-4 Appalachian State and anything. Um, I have been, been a big fan of this Troy team. I think they continue, they make their win streak 10. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to roll with, I think I'm going to roll with Troy as well. I'm, I'm, finally, I'm finally convinced of them. Two big team, two final games here and everything, which are doing this uh, shape the college football playoff. Both of them are eight o'clock. Let's go with Michigan and Iowa. Michigan is a. It says something about the Iowa offense. Michigan is a twenty-two point favorite in this game. The over/under is thirty-four and a half. So we're talking defense, defense, defense in this game. So, does Iowa have a chance in this game? Um, I think it's like the Oklahoma State and UT game. I think if you play them ten times, Michigan would win eight. 
the scenario in which Iowa wins is they just force Michigan to make a bunch of mistakes and let their special teams, you know, they, they would have to kick their way to a Big Ten championship. I'm dead serious because I have no faith in their run game. I don't like any quarterback they march out there. They don't have the receivers, but their special teams is actually playing pretty good. That is the only chance they have in this game, making an ugly game because they do seem to have a knack for winning those ugly games, making an ugly game, force the turnovers, rely on your kicking game. That's the only way I can see them winning this because they're not going to get in a shootout with Michigan. Yeah. You know, it says I. I think Iowa might actually have the worst offense in the entire college, in, in almost in entire college football. Passing, they average 123 yards of passing in their offense, which is 255. I think there's 255 teams in Division One, and their offense averages a measly 261 total yards of offense as well. That can't. Oh my God. And it's also 255 in, in the country. They might be dead last in both of those stats, which is just mind-blowing. However, they do have a top uh, 15 defense, but this is the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, I avoid the spread here, um, but I think Michigan's going to win this pretty handily. Yeah, I think that um, – I think that it'll be interesting for a little bit, but – yeah, this this has um this has thirty three to thirteen written all over it. Definitely does. Now we now we have the ACC championship game at ABC. This is at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte here. Florida State against Louisville. This game has pre. This game is if Florida State wins, they are definitely in. Uh, the offense has been the same. The offense has been. A little shaky. Jordan Travis obviously uh, he's out and everything. Hey, Roadmaker is questionable. We think that he, I believe he was concussed uh, in that Florida game and everything. So there's a chance that Florida State might be down to their third stringer and everything. The the Florida State has been winning close games for the most part the entire year and everything. Louisville came off a really really bad loss uh, last week to Kentucky. Um, a game that they should have won, and I think it, I think that it, it kind of diminished the game, um, because if they would have been their in-state rivals in Kentucky, this would have this might have been a win, uh, for these teams and everything uh, to get into the college football playoff. Now it's just going to be for the state that controls their own destiny. Um, this is going to be a close game here, so I like Florida State's defense more than Louisville's, but. I like this Louisville Cardinal team personally. I think there's too many questions on Florida State's offense. They haven't been really, really consistent. They've been getting off to really some pretty bad starts over the last couple of weeks. Give me the um, give me the Louisville Cardinals by four. Yeah, I think that with Florida State being down to the or possibly being down to their third string quarterback, I think they're going to have some trouble and. I think Louisville bounced back from whatever happened, whatever that was last week. That wasn't the Louisville that we've seen this year. And the Florida State we saw last week with a second-string quarterback and with their team struggling against a pretty bad Florida Gators team. I just I just don't have a whole lot of faith in the Seminoles. So, Song, 
before we wrap up here, there are four teams for the college football playoff. In no particular order. No particular order. Okay. Georgia. Michigan. Washington. I think Washington is safe. Oregon is out. I really, 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 really want to say Texas, but I know they're going to get screwed out of it, even though they shouldn't. I think that number four spot's going to Ohio State. I think they've put Texas at five to finish the year. Even, really even, even if they win OK, even if they beat OK State. With how it stands, I'm going to have number one would number one would be Georgia. Number two is going to be Michigan. Number three, in my opinion, is going to be Washington. Number four will be Ohio State. Yeah. Number number five would be and number five would be Texas. I think they're I think they're gonna, I think they will be the I man out. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a very fun college football uh Saturday, uh Friday and Saturday weekend here uh for conference championship. But we talk next week. We will know who those final four teams are for the college football playoff. We're gonna also break down the Heisman um and national uh, position trophies, races, and everything, to, uh, and give our predictions for those. And also be sure to listen in to our NFL uh, week, weekly show uh, here. Uh, we won't be having one this week because I am under the weather, uh, but we be sure to tune in next week as well as we up uh, to the NFL playoffs here. Thank you very much for listening to us. Be sure to follow us on Spotify.